Welcome to another edition of the Valero Verdict. I'm your host, Ricky Valero. On today's episode, we're going to follow along with our NFL prediction show, and today we're going to cover the AFC West. There was a lot of moves this made this offseason, especially with the Oakland Raiders, and could they surprise this year? It's all possible. As always, I am joined in the studio with the bailiff. How are you today, sir? I'm doing great. Looking forward to jumping into this. Yeah, the AFC West, there's a lot to talk about. There's a lot to, There's a lot of good teams within this division. A lot of moves were made. A lot of things to talk about. So I'm ready to dive right in. Folks, first, do us a favor. Subscribe. Subscribe to the show wherever you listen to the show at. It could be Spotify, it could be iTunes, it could be Google Cast, it could be Stitcher, Podcoin, all of them. Subscribe. This will drop into your box every time a new episode drops. Folks, if you're on iTunes, do us a favor, give us a five star review. I'm telling you right now, the bailiff and I are coming up right now. Shortly, we're going to do a giveaway and stay tuned for more details about that in the near future. And folks, let's go ahead and dive right into the AFC West. Folks, coming in in fourth place in the AFC West is the Denver Broncos. After a disappointing 2018 season, finishing 6-10, and and the third straight, miss, third straight year missing the playoffs, Vance Joseph was victim and now is gone. Now in comes in Vic Bangio from coming in from the Chicago Bears on the defensive side of it. He comes in to the Broncos as the third head coach since the 2015 season. He does inherit some solid pieces on the defensive side of the ball, but has his hands full on the offensive side of the ball. Bailiff, what is the over and under for the Denver Broncos heading into the season? I think a disappointing seven games. Yeah, out is Case Keenum. In is his new twin brother, Joe Flacco. Flacco, <laughs> for me, is a shell of him for himself. And to be honest with you, when I did a little bit of research, I don't even know. He's had some solid seasons and outside his amazing Super Bowl run, which he had at the perfect time because he was a free agent and then got paid. He really has relied heavy on a good running game and great defenses. Crazy stat for me in a passing league, Joe Flacco has only surpassed 4,000 yards once, and one and one season was 3,100 yards, and the two others were 30 um, were under 3K. And folks, that's not very good. I will say this: his receiving core has been always in question, and he didn't have a very good receiving core in Baltimore. But it does not get much better in Denver, folks. He showed, some of these guys. Hamilton showed flashes last year. Sutton did as well. They're easily one of the worst offenses in all of football. I do love the undrafted rookie sensation from last year, Philip Lindsay's back. He's the only true piece on this offense that I really, really look forward to watching this year. Defensively, this team has always been solid, but last year it took a giant step back. They ranked in the bottom part of the league in yards per game, as well as points given up. They do have some, they were great in takeaways and sacks led by the dynamic duo of Chubb and Miller. I love that combination. It's two of the scariest guys coming at you week in and week out in the NFL. And obviously they have Chris Harris anchoring the secondary on the back end. The schedule this year is going to give them a whole lot of trouble. Bailiff, hit me with their non-divisional games this year. Well, I'll tell you, their non-divisional games this year okay, are against the NFC North and the AFC South. Folks, Plus they, games against the Bills and the Browns. Yeah, sorry about that. But, but yeah, Packers, Bears, Vikings, Texans, Colts. Seriously, guys, this schedule is horrendous. Nothing I, easy about it. Nothing at all. And I truly believe that we see Drew Locke at some point before the end of the year because I think the offense is going to be horrible. And I am not a believer in Joe Flacco. Folks, I another think his thing, leadership can be good, though. Yeah, I, I don't really care about his leadership, to be honest with you folks. His, this team's not very good. They were the most penalized team in the NFL last year. The defensive guru, Vangino, he's going to have some struggles in his first year. I really think that he's going to be able to potentially have this team turn around the next couple of years. 
But folks, throw that all that stuff that I just talked about in and then throw in the fact that they're in a hard division. I actually have the Denver Broncos being one of the worst teams in the football league this year. They're going to finish 4-12. and 12. I say on the upside with Flacco doing his thing, maybe they can win six or seven games. I don't see this team being a playoff team. I don't see him being very good. And that's why I have him finishing fourth in the AFC West at 4-12. and 12. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording and hosting. And distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free. And ridiculously easy to use. And now... Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. And that means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. So if, all, if you've always wanted to start a podcast making money to do it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. I cannot wait to hear your podcast. Check out our buddies at Brainbuster Radio. They talk all the things in the world of professional wrestling. You can find them at Twitter at Brainbuster Radio. Tune into the show at brainbusterradio.podbean.com. Folks, coming in at third place, and this may shock a lot of folks, is the Los Angeles Chargers. This team finished 12-4 and last year, winning more than 10 games for the first time since 2009 and making the playoffs for the first time since 2013. After the insane 12-4 and season, they had to play on back-to-back road playoff games, but the Chargers season ended by giving up 41 points to the Patriots. What is the over and under right now, Bailiff, for the wins for the Chargers next year? The over and under for the wins is 9.5. It's a high total, folks, but this team is really, they really stayed steadfast this offseason, which honestly is not a bad thing. Uh, teams like that, like the Patriots, they always do small moves in the offseason, et cetera, et cetera. You know, they, they, keep, they keep it neutral. They don't make any big splashes or anything like that, but I think that could be part of what I didn't like about their offseason. And I did love about the Raiders, folks. I'm a little higher on, Raiders, on the Raiders than most people are going to be, and that's why I have the Chargers coming into third place, but we'll talk a little bit more about that in a little bit. We've got more, Melvin Gordon talk about holding out. Obviously, we're going to see how that pans out. They're apparently a couple million dollars apart there. They do have uh, Austin Eckler and Jackson. I think they should fill the shoes in of Gordon pretty well. Uh, I don't think they're going to, they're going to miss Gordon, but I don't think they're going to miss him that much. Tyro Williams is gone. He went to the Oakland Raiders, as I mentioned here. Mike Williams will have to step up. He showed flashes, but he's going to have to be consistent through the whole entire season. Can they get a full season out of Hunter Henry? That's a huge question. This offense could be totally different if they can facilitate and have like an Antonio Gates stud in that tight end role for an entire season. I think he is potentially going to be that. They finished 12-4, and four, but their schedule wasn't exactly hard either. They finished 2-3 and three against playoff teams and struggled to beat some terrible teams. This team always, year in, year out, always loses one or two games for no apparent reason. They did approve upon the side of... Um, they need to improve upon unsacking the quarterback. They really thought they, I really thought they could have made a move this offseason. Look, this is another thing that we talked about with the Saints. The quarterbacks are not getting any younger. Phillip Rivers is also not getting any younger. Another year older, this division has gotten harder. The upgrade the Raiders have made, the Chiefs are not going anywhere. And to be honest with you, what did they do to get to the quarterback? They didn't do anything at all. They have some fantastic key pieces, Bosa Hayward and uh, Gordon. And, of course, you have Derwin, uh, you have James back there in the backfield. I love him so much. He's a great safety. But their linebackers are just they are questionable. Their cornerbacks are not that great. And the division is super tough. Yeah, it's a and fast a, game, and I don't think they're playing up to the potential. Exactly. And they have a four-game stretch that's in the middle of the season that's very hard. Bailiff, who are they facing week 8 through 11? Well, I'll tell you what, they go on the road to take on the Bears. 
Then they're at home against the Packers, on the road again against the Raiders, and then at home for the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, folks, to be honest with you, I don't like that stretch at all. I mean, the Bears, obviously, they were their defense is fantastic. They get after the quarterback. They're going to struggle there. I think the Packers are going to be one of the best teams in the NFL this year. I really do. I love that team this year. And then they go to Oakland. That's not very far travel, but I like what the Oakland did this offseason. I think they're. I think Oakland's going to take a real step forward this year with John Gruden and company. And then, of course, Kansas City's Kansas City. This is not an easy road. It's not an easy path. And I'm not really digging it. And that's where it's going to lead to me, to be honest with you. I honestly have them taking a huge step back, finishing 8-8 eight and eight this year, wow. dropping four games back. Honestly, I'll be honest with you guys. I would not be honest, you know, shocked at all to see this team step up where they were last year, finish another 11-4, 11-5, 12-4 season. It wouldn't shock me at all. But I do not foresee it happening. I just see some, some hiccups along the way. And I've, like I said, I've got the Los Angeles Chargers finishing 8-8 eight and eight and finishing in third place in the AFC West. Folks, check out the Valera Verdict sponsor, Royal Ranks DFS. That's Royal Ranks DFS. He's been raking it all season long in Major League Baseball. He's put a lot of money in my pockets as well. And for the rest of the Major League Baseball season, it's only $45 to sign up. But folks, a Valero Verdict special. If you sign up before August 15th, you can get the NFL and NBA season for only $75. Folks, there's 17 weeks in the NFL season. There's 82 games in the NBA season. Folks, I'm telling you, $75, it's not going to get much better than that. Folks, that's Royal Ranks DFS. Hit them up right now and say we sent you over there. Well, check out our friends over there, Pop Culture Leftovers, where they discuss movies, TV shows, video games, with a focus on Marvel, DC, and Star Wars. Co-hosts Brian and Jake, you can find them on Twitter, at PC Leftovers, or you can find them on Facebook, Pop Culture Leftovers. Folks, you can listen to them wherever podcast, wherever you listen to your podcast. Check out Geeked Up Radio. There's a geek culture and a variety podcast. They have rotating co-hosts. Ricky the Jolly Rancher, Commander, is the main host. Find them on Twitter at GeekedUpRadio1. Find the show on iTunes. Folks, we're going to dive into who I think is going to finish in second place in the AFC West, and that's the Oakland Raiders. Yes, I said Oakland Raiders. The Oakland Raiders were not very good in year one of John Gruden. They finished in last place in the division, 4-12. Not very good top five pick that last year. I don't know what to say though. I didn't. I don't understand why people thought that year one he was going to come in the door and just slam dunk it. No I growing just, pains, right? Exactly. But one of my favorite bets of the year is the Oakland Raiders. What's the over and under right now, Bailiff, for the Oakland Raiders? The over and under is six games. I love this. I love this. I love this bet. And like I said in other podcasts, we're going to cover this. We're going to have one episode focus 100% on lines of which we're betting on. And this is the moneymaker right here, folks. Six wins, hands down, give it to me. Folks, offensively, they made one of the biggest splashes of all splashes. Okay, they only gave up a third and fifth round pick for Antonio Brown, one of the top three receivers in the game. It automatically, right out the gate, that gave them two or three wins in my opinion. Antonio Brown is a beast. He can hit you deep. He can hit you in the short routes. It doesn't matter. He's amazing. Plus, they added Tyrell Williams, who showed he has a very good deep threat capability. Last year, he showed that last year with the Chargers. He's coming over. Derek Carr has some new toys to play with. Speaking of Derek Carr, we are only three years removed when he led the Raiders to a 12-3 record with 28 touchdowns and six picks. And he wasn't exactly terrible last year. 
These weapons should bring him back to form of 2016. Throw in a line, an offensive line that they, they upgraded this offseason. Also throw in Josh Jacobs, add it to the Martin, Martin and Richard, Richard backfield. Jacobs was fantastic in Alabama. I would love for this team... Honestly, it, it, obviously when this podcast is listed, maybe they do make a move or not. But I'd love for them to see them trade for Duke Johnson or sign recently uh, released Theo Riddick to add a little more uh, balance to the uh, catching out of the backfield. My biggest problem offensively, obviously, was the loss of Jared Cook. That was a big, big-time loss. And Luke Wilson, he's, he's not obviously nowhere near as good as Cook is. But offensively, this team is a leap and bounds better than they were last year. Defensively, they added Farrell in the draft, and I thought it was fantastic. He should contribute right out the gate. Burfleck, Marshall, Joyner, all great additions to the lineup. Of course, you know, Burfleck and Marshall, you know, they were they're they're in their they're on their downside of their careers, but I think they're obviously upgrades from the team they had last year. This team only had 13 sacks last year. 13 total sacks last year, which is obviously disappointing. And that's not it, it's not anything to cry home about. Obviously, with the trade of um of Coleo Mack, that was a huge reason why they didn't end up on the high high side of sacks last year. I do believe that was a smart trade to make as well. But honestly, it's it's going to be a rough year if they're not going to be able to get to the quarterback. They're going to have to improve everywhere. I, I, I would like to be this, like to see them more aggressive on defense this year. I would love to see them get some more turnovers. And lastly, they need to get off the field on third downs. 46% of the time they were converted, they need to get off the field in order to make things happen make things happen this year their schedule is brutal this is one of the reasons why i was very cautiously optimistic about touting the raiders this year is because i love their moves but their schedule's rough weeks through two eight three weeks two through eight are brutal bailiff hit me with their schedule wow home for the chiefs on the road versus the vikings and the colts Home for the Bears, and there's a bye week, and they're on the road for the Packers and the Texans. Yeah, folks, that's not easy. Not, not, not easy at all. Four I don't want to go to Green Bay to ever to play. <laughs> yeah, you have four games, okay, against playoff teams, plus a road game against the Vikings and Aaron Rodgers. That's scary enough, okay? But, folks, I do have them starting the season three and four. I do have them starting a little rough, and I really hope that we don't see them you know, we got Antonio Brown. He's a big personality in that locker room. And it could be, if they start struggling, you could start seeing him, to hear him talking loud. But folks, I have him starting three and four. But I've got them finishing down the stretch at seven and two. Okay, I've got this team finishing 10 and six and second in the division. If they somehow can manage to win a, one or two of the games that I have them losing close, close games to, some of these harder teams, I can see them winning 11 or 12 games. I'm telling you folks, I'm, I'm, I'm all in on the Raiders. I'm all in, as you can tell. This is my gut talking. I think Carr is back. I think Carr is going to be an MVP conversation. But on the flip side, Bailiff, this could blow up. <laughs> this could be bad. We could be talking about how another bad season for Chucky, another bad season for him. What I are we going to do? I don't think you're going to. But I don't you know think what? Six games is going to be the deal, man. But I'm telling you no right way. now, this is one of the biggest surprises I've got that I'm going to talk about all season. And I'm hoping I'm going to be right because I cannot wait to see Antonio Brown do fantastic in a Raiders uniform. I think it's going to be a great season. And like I said, finishing in second place in the AFC West is the Oakland Raiders. Folks, coming in at first place in the AFC West is the Kansas City Chiefs. 
This team was a defensive offsides away from being in the Super Bowl. Patrick, Mah Patrick Mahomes had a coming out party last year, which was fantastic. MVP season proved all of his doubters wrong, including myself, which I didn't think he was going to be a horrible or a bust, but I did think that he was not going to be as good as hyped. But he proved us all wrong, finishing 12-4. and four. They got the first round by it. Everything. Bailiff, what is the over and under for the Kansas City Chiefs? The over and under is 10.5 wins. Folks, the expectations for teams coming off of, off the season like they had last year are pretty high. They're actually one of the favorites to win the Super Bowl this year. After a loss to the Patriots, they found they fired their defensive coordinator, and they found themselves offseason revamping the defense as well. Out are D. Ford and Justin Houston and Eric Berry, and in are the Honey Badger and Frank Clark. I love the idea of Frank Clark and uh, Chris Jones together. The combination is going to be deadly, but I'm not exactly sure that was a massive upgrade. I do think that the Honey Badger is going to thr thrive in new defensive coordinator Steve Spag Spagnolia is going to have his hands full trying to fix this defense as well. This team gave up 421 points a year ago, and their secondary was easily one of their weak spots on the team. They're really going to have their hands full, especially with Antonio Brown coming around twice this year. Offensively, this team is still loaded with talent. Damian Williams came in and carried the load for uh, just fine with Kareem Hunt being an absent. Tyree Kill and uh, Travis Kelsey are still one of the best wide receiver tight end duos in all of football. Obviously, we're talking about MVP Mahomes, and he's back, and he's going to be gunning for another MVP-like performance. But the pressure is on Andy Reid as well this year. This team's made the playoffs five of the last seasons, like I mentioned, but last year marked the first time they were in the AFC title game. And this schedule is not easy, folks. Bailiff Hillis with their schedule. Week 13 through 17 really pulls it up. I'm telling you, home against the Oakland Raiders, away against the New England Patriots, home for the Denver Broncos, on the road with the Chicago Bears, and home with the Chargers. Yeah, folks, to be honest with you, obviously they have the cupcake in there, in my opinion, the uh, Denver Broncos right there. I'm not a big <laughs> fan of that. And, of course, obviously, like I said, Oakland is a team that I think is going to step up. And actually, before that bye week, they actually they actually traveled to the Chargers as well in there. So that's a pretty hard schedule down the stretch. I don't like the last two games. They got the char uh, they got the Bears going, traveling to the Bears. That should be a, a great matchup. High-powered offense, high-powered defense. It's going to be interesting to see how that turns around. To be honest with you guys, they were 2-4 and four against playoff teams in the regular season last year. I don't, And they have got seven games against playoff teams last year. Plus they take on Green Bay, plus they take on Minnesota. Both teams that I think they were on the cusp of the playoffs last year, and they should be approved upon this year. But folks, I've got the Kansas City Chiefs finishing 11-5 and five and winning this division again back-to-back -back seasons. Uh, we'll talk about how far I think they'll go in the playoffs next year, but I do have them finishing first. Obviously, to be honest with you guys, I can see this team finishing as high as 12 or 13 wins as well. If they take a step back, I, I, to be honest with you, Bailiff, I don't see them taking that far of a step back. I don't see them maybe 10 wins. I don't think they go down as 9 or 8. I really don't they're think They're a better that. team than that. I do think so as well. I think if, if their defense does not step up, I do think maybe the Chargers, who I've got, like I said, at 8-8, eight and eight, and I've got the Raiders on the cusp right there with only one game back, I could see one of those two teams taking advantage of the Chiefs if their defense doesn't really step up next year. But honestly, right now, I've got the Chiefs cemented at 11-5 in first place in the AFC West. Folks, do me a favor and head over to shopcheapjersey.net or go over to Instagram and hit them up. Shop Cheap Jersey. I'm telling you, folks, I got a Baker Mayfield jersey from these guys, and the authenticity of these jerseys is fantastic. And not just that. Their ship time, I got this jersey within two weeks of my order. It was fantastic. Beautiful jerseys. Like I said, shop cheapjersey.net. I'm telling you, they provide some of the best jerseys you will 
ever, ever see. I will be posting a video here in the near future on my Instagram showing you the authenticity of this jersey as well. Folks, thanks for tuning in to another edition of the Valero Verdict. We covered the AFC West today. Coming in at fourth place was the Denver Broncos. Coming in third was the Los Angeles Chargers. Coming in second was the Oakland Raiders. And coming in first was the Kansas City Chiefs. Folks, do us a favor. Subscribe to the show wherever you listen to the show as the show can drop in your box each and every week. Folks, head on over to iTunes and give us a five-star review. That would be fantastic and be very helpful for the show. Hop on over to Twitter. Give myself a follow, at RickyValera underscore. Give the bailiff a follow, at TVVBailiff. Give the show a follow, at Valero Verdict. Go over to thesportscript.com and check all my latest movie reviews and articles up on there. And folks, as always, thanks for tuning in. And until next time, the courtroom's adjourned.